Hey there, and welcome to Weight Loss Your Way. I'm Norma, your host and life and health coach and creator of my Weight Loss Your Way approach to stop dieting and start living a life free of meal plans, programs, and diet rules. Weight Loss Your Way shines a light on all the parts of your life that make the connection between mind and body so that you can stop measuring your self-worth by the number on the scale or the size of your jeans. We're turning our backs on diet culture so that we can tap into the inner wisdom we all have and get on with experiencing weight loss your way. Are you ready? Let's dive into today's show. This week's episode is about the people in our lives and the relationships we have or think we should have, or maybe said a little differently, just fitting in. You know, diet culture has in many ways pushed us into a box that isn't even our box. It's filled with shoulds and shouldn'ts about not only our food and our eating behaviors, but who we surround ourselves with and how we interact with the world. And just the idea of fitting in is really super important because whether it's like these tight-knit circles or big, broad circles that we run in, fitting in is very much a survival instinct. Because way back in the caveman days, getting kicked out of the tribe was a matter of life and death, literally. We've certainly evolved since caveman days, but some little part of our brain hasn't quite caught up. And when we don't feel like we're fitting in with our communities, it can still feel like life or death. Maybe not that dramatic, but it feels like a real problem and can make us behave in really weird and awkward ways in an attempt to just be accepted or to fit in. So think about the relationships or communities in your life, all the real live humans you interact with every day, your family, your friends, your coworkers, and even the online communities and groups you belong to. How do they feel? Are they natural and easy and accepting? Or do you feel forced and uncomfortable? You know, we've all heard that advice, be yourself. Like it's such an easy thing to do. Just be yourself and everything will be fine. I never really connected with that or really understood what does be myself mean? So let me give you an example. I never felt like I fit in at my corporate job, like ever. And that's not to say I didn't try because I tried really hard but I always felt like I was kind of dancing on the peripheral of some secret society that no matter what I said or did, I just wasn't good enough to belong. I leaned on what I knew best, people pleasing. I did everything and anything to be noticed. I volunteered to help because that would surely admit me into the club and it would give me access to all those inside jokes that I never quite got and the social events with these people. This was the thing I dreaded the most and worked at the hardest. Am I saying the right things? What story could I tell that will convince them I'm one of them? The long nights of sitting at the bar, forcing myself to pretend I was having fun and waiting for the perfect opportunity to make my escape to the hotel room. And you know, the worst part about it was, I really didn't even like these people that much. I mean, they're wonderful people, don't get me wrong. They just weren't my people. So hanging out, in an uncomfortable situation just never felt good. It felt very forced, but yet I desperately wanted their acceptance and approval because if I had that, I'd be safe, or at least that's what I thought. Now, I wished I could have been like them. I was never outgoing and boisterous and really thought that there was something wrong with me 
because I'd much rather be alone in my hotel room than hanging out and partying. Same thing with conferences, even the ones that I couldn't wait to go to. I went for the learning, but the dance party at the end, no thank you. But I dragged myself there and I prayed I'd find another awkward soul just like me that I could sit in the corner with until a reasonable amount of time had passed and we could slip out the side door together. Now here's the thing, I always blamed my weight. I was convinced my weight was the thing that was preventing me from enjoying social events. Not just because I was embarrassed about my size, I was sure that if I was thin, these social events would somehow become a breeze. I'd actually want to go in and hang out with people and do all the fun things that those elite groups that I desperately wanted to be part of did. I'd mingle with a drink in my hand and chatting it up all over the room. Dance? Sure, love to. All I had to do was lose the weight and I'd be an amazing extrovert. But then something happened not long after reaching 100 pounds lost. Another one of those work conferences rolled around. The same old dread and anxiety started creeping in. And I was like, damn, I should be excited. What the heck is happening? I lost all the weight. Why am I still dreading the cocktail hours, the long dinners, and the in inevitably long social hours afterwards? What I finally figured out was that thinner wasn't going to magically make me a social butterfly. I'm just not wired that way. I'm really quite an introvert. I'm a thinker and I need space to process. Those high stimulus events put my nervous system on overload. So a day full of a conference was about all I could handle. That's why the social side of it never appealed to me. There was nothing wrong with me or the people that I was trying so desperately to be part of. And certainly it was nothing that weight loss alone was gonna fix. I was just trying to put a square peg in a round hole. So last winter, I went to my first conference type event since the pandemic. And I have to say, I had a very different experience. I went to all the mandatory parts and then I just kind of quietly excused myself at the end of the day and went to my room and ordered room service, totally and completely alone. There was no guilt. No FOMO, no worries about anyone wondering where I was and why I wasn't there. In fact, not one single person in that group of 200 coworkers even noticed I didn't attend the group dinner and the socializing afterwards. Pretty telling, right? I did what my mind and body needed and it was glorious. What I'm truly grateful for is finally figuring this out about myself. And I credit my process of losing my weight because my process involved a lot of paying attention to how I was showing up in the world. And I got really very in tune with my mind and body. I started noticing when things just didn't feel right or felt off. And I questioned why. It was like a signal to like slow down and check in. Was I people pleasing and just doing those things because I thought someone expected me to? Or was it something I had control over and could make a decision that felt good to me? So the real question wasn't, how can I make myself fit in, but rather, is the group of people even the right people for me? And the telltale sign for me is that when it feels forced and hard. Now, that's not to say that real, meaningful relationships are not hard work. They are. But forcing yourself to like someone or something because you think you should is an entirely different animal. 
I think this also shows up in our families and even our closest friends. I mean, I married into a classic introvert family. They are loud and they love big get-togethers and parties. They're the kind of people that rush the door when you arrive for the hugs and kisses. These people are the direct opposite of my family and how I was raised. They are the definition of a lot. But that's exactly why I love them so much. It took me a lot of years, though, of trying to force myself to enjoy their world their way, but I was never successful, and I will always wound up anxious and exhausted and always feeling like I wasn't enough for them. I wanted to spend time with my husband's family, so I really had to learn how to do it in a way that worked for me, which meant getting out of my head and having a plan to momentarily escape and ratchet down my nerves. I'd grab little opportunities to take the dog for the walk or go settle down my mind or clean up the kitchen when everyone else was having the loud talking over each other conversations that jangled my nerves. When I started implementing my escape hatch strategy, I felt guilty at first. My people-pleasing tendencies screamed that wanting to escape my own family was wrong. Now, and I should be able to enjoy this time just like them not want to run away from it. And I felt I had to give a giant explanation about where I was and what I was going to be doing, you know, and then all that I ever did was just add another layer of pressure on me. But what I realized is that I couldn't enjoy them like they enjoyed each other. I had to do it my way. And my way was finding a little time to quietly decompress and collect myself. And if I didn't make a big deal about it and just slipped out the door with the dog, no one cared. Heck, nobody even barely noticed that I wasn't there. Now, I would be totally remiss if I didn't talk a little bit about online communities. There seems to be a support group or community for absolutely everything today. Book clubs, knitters, crazy cat people, business, mom groups, and of course, weight loss. You can't scroll for more than 30 seconds before you bump into one. Now, I'm not saying communities and groups are bad, really quite the opposite. They are phenomenal and can be a great alternative to networking and learning and just being part of something. Online groups literally saved many people during the early days of the pandemic by creating spaces for human connection. And I think the same idea that I've been talking about applies to the virtual spaces in your life just the same. If it just doesn't feel right or you have to work too hard to be seen and heard, maybe it's not the right group for you. Or just the opposite, if there just isn't enough excitement and activity for you, you're probably not going to get out of it what you'd hope for. It's kind of like trying on jeans. You might have to try on several different groups or communities until you find one that fits best. It's probably not going to be a surprise to you that these large online communities really challenge me. I belong to one with over 10,000 people in it, and I love the content and the information that this group gives but it's just too big for me. That's okay. I just prefer smaller, more intimate groups. I just want to be part of something and not have to have a big voice to be seen and heard. Even in these smaller groups, I don't often bear my soul, but I do want to feel safe enough so I can, if I want to, which is exactly the foundation I'm building in my own online community, Connecting the Pieces. I wanted to create an online space for women to work on their health and wellness their way. They can be big and bold there or quietly participate just by reading or watching videos. There's no right way to show up. 
There are women in the community now who've never posted a single word, but I know they're there. I see them and I trust they're getting what they need from the community in their own unique way. And that's exactly how this all ties back to weight loss your way. Just like our physical bodies are all different and how we feed them will be different, the people we are, whether we're introverts or extroverts, we're all different. The labels don't really matter that much. And just like trying to layer someone else's meal plan or diet over your life, trying to be someone you're not to fit in is a losing battle. I, like I said before, I never really understood what it meant to be myself. I hated it when someone told me that. But the, my process for losing weight helped me figure out what that meant. Being myself means that I can listen to what my body and mind needs and then honor it without guilt or shame. I'm not an extrovert, and no matter how hard I try, I will never be one. But I'm okay with that now, because when I stopped trying so hard, that something just doesn't feel right feeling, that went away. I, I relaxed and started to understand that was how being myself feels. It's kind of like a form of self-preservation for me. And no matter what your personality type, you only have so much to give. And if all your energy is put into forcing the square peg into the round hole, there's not going to be anything left for what's really important to you. Now, another really amazing thing happens, and this ties a little bit more directly to weight loss. When I stopped putting all that pressure on myself to fit in, and I took away all of that anxiety and angst and stress that I was putting on myself, I wasn't turning to food anymore to help make all that stuff feel better. It really, truly was a nice, calm, relaxed feeling to be able to leave that conference I talked about and just go up to my room and order room service and not feel any guilt about not doing the social event. So there wasn't any need for me to find relief in food or to kind of push it down with food. And the more places you can find that in your life where you're addressing what really feels right to you, you're kind of inadvertently taking away that need to eat to push down those feelings. Pretty fascinating stuff. Okay, I hope you found this helpful. With the holidays just around the corner, there is no better time to start really paying attention to how you're feeling and showing up in your relationships with other humans. And maybe, just maybe, you can try something different. Show up in a way that protects your peace of mind and just feels right for you. So that's what I got for you today. And remember, I'm here to help. If something really came up for you in this episode, email me at support at normafroncoaching.com and I will personally respond and help in any way I can. So until next time, friends. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I mentioned in the beginning that I'm on a mission to dismantle diet culture, but I can't do it alone. You can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. It truly is the best way to get this show in the earbuds of women just like you, ready to experience weight loss your way. And if you want to dive deeper and really value the support of a small but mighty community network, I invite you to come join us over in Connecting the Pieces. We are all working on our individual health and weight goals and supporting each other every step of the way in our own unique ways. 
you can check us out at normafrancoaching.com community. Bye for now.